I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I know I say it most weeks. Yeah. I, I do quite like that. I, I, I mean, Luis has, has done well there. Like the music? Yeah. Are you happy it? Yeah. Okay. It moves along, doesn't yeah, it? It's, yeah, it's actually less than what? Quite gently. Yes. Um, like us. My name is Richard Keyes. My name is Andrew Gray. This is Keyes and Gray podcast, mm-hmm. available on all good platforms. And uh, as uh, uh, they used to say on Soccer AM, some uh-huh. bad ones as well. Oh, some bad ones as well. <laughs> If indeed such a thing exists. Yeah, there must be. Uh, we're totally independent, uh, aligned to nothing and no one. Uh, therefore, what you hear is what we think. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you found us, tell your mates. Um, we are available, as I say, uh, across many different platforms worldwide. That's it. So. With the world about to arrive in this country. Yeah, very much. Mm. Yeah. 30 days to go. 30 days as we sit Friday. Mm, we sit Friday, 30 days. Yeah. 30 days. Wow. Amazing. You know, when we got here, I was working out the other day, and I think roughly, when we got here, I think we had 3,000, so if it's 10 years, that's 3,650 days, mm-hmm. plus a couple of leap years, 3,600 and about 52 or 53 days when we got here. Now we've got 30. Not only did you get your Duke of Edinburgh, <laughs> <laughs> you, just, uh, you, you got your maths so level as well. Arithmetic. Yes. Oh, right. There was two, you see, there was two in my day. There's a two now still. There was oh, two yeah. tests. There was maths and there was a separate O-level, mm. or GCSE as they call it now. There was a separate GCSE for arithmetic. From a land that time forgot. I mean, how exciting was that this week when I sent you the opening uh, titles? Oh, funny. Both <coughs> Fireball XL5 XL5 5 and Stingray. Stingray, I know. And those of us of a certain generation <laughs> understand how dramatic that was on a Tuesday or oh, well, Friday night. And, and throwing, by the way, throwing Thunderbirds as well. And you, yeah. uh, that was that was a different that was different gear. That was a oh. step up entirely. Uh, Thunderbirds. Yeah, yeah. This is when you could see the strings. And what was the one? It was Stingray. There was another supercar. One. Was it? So I don't remember supercar too well. Supercar was the first one. Right. Really. Uh-huh. Um, then there was Joe 90. I remember Joe 90 with the glasses. Yep. Yeah. There yep, was, yep, there was yep. the, the Magic Captain glasses. Scarlet. Captain Scarlet and the Mysterons. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't <laughs> yes. forget when that circle used to travel over, remember? <laughs> <laughs> what were you like? Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Uh, Gerard Happy sacked. days. Gerard sacked. Yeah. Yeah. Inevitable, I would have, I would have to say. Keezy. Inevitable. I don't know what he was doing in charge last night. I, I, from, 
good sources. Right, okay. The football club. Mm-hmm. I was told last weekend he's done. It, uh, really? Yeah. And I think if, if I knew that, players must have known that. Yeah. I think the performance last night, yeah. although I don't think Michael Oliver helped them. No, I don't the think he helped a joke. The penalty was a joke. Not sure about the sending off. Uh, but they didn't play as well as they should have done against a Fulham team that like, yeah. a couple of weeks have hit the wall, in my but view. They played well last night. I felt well like allowed night. them to play well last night because yeah. they could have been out of sight at half-time, to be honest with you. If it hadn't been for some bad chance he's missed and the goalkeeper having a wonderf- wonderful 45 minutes, then it, it would have been a disaster. But listen, it was a disaster. I, had, I have the funny feeling that, yes, they might have made their mind up, but they were going to give them these two games because Villa owners... A hierarchy at the club must have thought, must have thought. Well, what's the point if you've made your mind up? Yeah, what's the and point? Of the point would be like the, it's the a cor- two more games. Could, you know could the, the corner turn. The, yeah, 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 but you know the atmosphere at the club, Andy. Since, since yeah. and it goes all the way back to what to, we discussed it previously. Yeah, what, yeah. what he did to Mings on the opening day of the season was was ridiculous. You lost half the dressing room. His mates, Tyrone Mings' mates. I yeah. know what you're going to say. Manager must be in a position to make big calls. Of course, he must. But. If he'd done that in May, as I said at the time, right. he called him in in May and said, Tyrone, I don't fancy you. It's a big year for you. England playing the World Cup in November. Find yourself a club. I'll help, but you're not going to play here. But to make a fool of him in the manner that he did on the opening day of the season and then have to go back to him, which was embarrassing, but you've lost the lad. You've lost half the dressing room. I, I just always got the feeling it was a, a doer place to go to work. Yeah. It didn't. And that didn't. Uh, I you know, I, I didn't seem bright. Um, Stephen's not the most outgoing character, is he? When you see him interviewed or on the sidelines, yeah. Fusive, would you use the word? Yeah, one, yeah. Okay. Um, so he's not. He's not like um, one of these giant personalities, like like you know the big boys are. And but that's his nature. You can't change that. But that I always say a team reflects the personality of their coach. Often you can take yourself less seriously. Yes. You can laugh a little bit. Yes, that's Why what I mean. is Villa Park a graveyard? Since Ron, Ron. Atkinson. Go I on. bet you've forgotten some of these. Right, Brian Little. Yeah. John Gregory. Yeah. Graham Taylor. David uh-huh. O'Leary. Martin O'Neill. Uh-huh. Gerard Ullier. Alex McLeish. Paul Lambert. Tim Sherwood. Remy Gard. Remy Gard, yeah. Yeah? Remy Gard. Uh, Roberto Di Matteo. Brucey. Dean Smith. Stephen Gerrard. Since Big Ron. Mm-hmm. How many is that? It's about Two, 12. Three, four, five, six... Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. <laughs> and how many years? In Premier League years. Since ninety-two. Yeah. Fourteen. Yep. Wow. That's like one every two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's too many. And no, but Martin. Martin got close. Martin did all right. No, no <clears> one's <throat> got anywhere near otherwise. Gregor did not bad, I think, did he? Yeah, but. But no, no one else. After twelve games, Grego, remember that. I remember that. No, no, that wasn't good. No, you got carried away, Grego. <laughs> yeah, you did get carried away, John. But, but why? Why Aston Villa? I don't know. It shouldn't be. So, uh, having played there, I, I spent seven years of my career there as uh, seven. Yeah, seven sixes player and one as a coach. So I know the club very well. I know what a brilliant place it is to play football and be right in the heart of the country. Um, you know, it's it's, it's a, fo- a football area. They love their football. It's a great ground now. Um, whatever people thought of Doug Ellis he, he left a fantastic arena for people to come and play in training ground is, is fantastic um, and and I don't understand why no one can get it Modern right players. I almost get the feeling that we're talking about Newcastle here <laughs> well, because to some degree, do you know what I mean but you know the, 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 the geographical uh, 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 plus that Villa yeah, have is you, right in the middle. you get to London get in an, an hour. hour in an hour and a half um, but that, that was something else I thought Stephen should have done I, I, as the manager of the football club mm-hmm. 
Uh, and by the way, we'll be talking to Big Sam about um, very shortly. Yeah. I guess this week management. Um, he should have. He should have embraced the area. Yeah, uh, I know it's difficult with fan, but but come on, you know, th- throw yourself. Understand Birmingham. Understand. Yeah, yeah. The, the rivalry with the football club. So you don't, think, you don't think living there three nights a week? No. See, see, and then going home. When Brucey managed Birmingham, he yeah. lived in Birmingham. Yeah, he did live next to me. When he, he managed from me. Villa, he'd moved back to South Manchester. Uh-huh. And it's a journey, and it's not a big journey, but I, I just... You, you, you left Villa to go and play for Wolves and moved yes. to Shropshire. Yeah. Yeah, I did. If, if you're not <laughs> in the air, if you're not... I know it's different with the radio, but reading the local newspaper, absorbing. No, no, you mean I agree with you. I listen, I agree with you, but again, I, I don't. I, if you sit here, we sit here and talk about it, people say, "Well, that, that's that." You can't do that these days. There's, there's so many managers don't live. I don't, no, is there? Are there so many managers that don't live in the area? They, well, they work. If, if you're working on Merseyside, you're probably living in South Manchester, but you're close enough. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 no, I yeah, the, think, the, the M62. I know yeah, Martin travelled from Wickham and it wasn't very far, but I, I, maybe that's just an old-fashioned... That's what I'm thinking. That people might think that's just an old-fashioned way of managing, but I agree with you. I think you need to um, throw yourself into the area that you're, you're either coaching or playing in. I think it helps enormously to be around the place. Um, but listen, managers make those choices. If you want, if we wanted Stephen Gerrard at Aston Villa, then we had to say, okay, yep. if Stephen wants to come down and stay three nights a week and then go home, the others then. Jose didn't live in Manchester. Okay, uh, speaking no. of which, back page of the Mirror, outcast. Back page of the Mirror. He wanted oh, Ronaldo. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Not surprised. Yeah, a lot of things. The last back. one like this. Sorry. Go on. Tevez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was the most. God, for that unbelievable furore. Yeah. You know, Tevez actually only refused to keep warming Warm. up, not yeah. go on. No. This is Ronaldo. Is, That's do an, I I'm, have any sympathy with, with... Yeah, I do. 86 minutes played, you're two up at home. I do. Do you want to put Cristiano well, Ronaldo I, on? I, I would uh, have sympathy with any player. Because we've always sat there and we've said that, haven't we? They do it tactically to waste time, waste yeah. a minute, because they're in a game. We know how they do that. And he might have, he might have thought, well, but should Ronaldo get special privileges because he's Ronaldo? Or should he just be part of the team, as he's always said he is? Now, listen, since he got there, I've always, we've had a slightly different a, a, a opinion on him. And, but I can't disagree with it now. I mean, if I'm at that club and I'm a player there and having watched what he did, I don't want him anywhere I would near never it. have brought him back. I, would, I don't want him anywhere near it. And I understand why they brought him back. I do. And I, I was all for it. But I don't think, I don't, I can't sit here and say it hasn't worked. It definitely hasn't worked. Mm. And at the moment, it's counterproductive for Manchester United mm. to have him anywhere near the team. You can see the team are lifted when he's not there. And that's a stupid thing to say about one of the greatest players the world has ever seen. But it's a fact right he's now. He's training on his own now. He's 37. Which he's always done anyway. And he's others have gone along to admire when that was the case. Now they're looking at him going, well, you know. Yeah, don't get him. He's got a World Cup out. coming up in a month. He's not going to kick a ball no. in the next month. Uh Andy Dunn in the mirror today, this leapt out at me because uh, uh, I, I, another headline I read uh, during the course of the week that, that Harry Kane is considering considering moving to Germany to play for Bayern Munich. When Conde said this, I think I'd have made my mind up if I was Kane. Um, when the level is high, we're going to struggle. Every time we play a high-level game, we struggle. This is after their defeat at Manchester United this week. Well, isn't, isn't that what Kane should be aiming at? High-level game. And Tottenham in general. High-level games. So what you're saying is, it's not like high-intensity. He's not talking about the game itself. He's talking about the opponent. Yeah, what he's saying is we're not good enough. <laughs> Every time we play a top opponent, they're yes. better than us. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, wow. Well, that's but, the way I read it. Yeah, okay. Well, if he's, if, if, if he's doing that, and that, if that's what he's intimating, then he's, he's clearly sending a message to the owners. 
I think he's clearly sending a message to everybody around and about, including Kane. Wow. Uh, Martin Samuel, on a subject that I have been in total agreement with him, Tracy Crouch is frustrated that her proposals for a government regulator oh, for yeah, football yeah, yeah. have been thwarted by the chaos surrounding this government. Her review was published 10 months ago, but we're yet to see much of a white paper from the Department for Digital Culture, Media and Sport. I would expect nothing less than top quality, said Crouch. Uh, I'm obviously <laughs> quoting uh, Sammy here. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, it, it's, it's being delayed by politics, and that is frustrating. Well, as, as Sammy goes on to say, a less talented and competent group of people, it would be impossible to imagine. <laughs> and anyone who thinks they should have anything to do, this is, yeah, this is politicians, yeah, yeah. with our national game, should be sectioned. Mm -hmm. Here, here, Sammy. Yeah. Couldn't well, agree you've more. always believed that. And I have to say, they haven't done themselves any favours now. <laughs> it's just nonsense. <laughs> it's a nonsense. They can't run their own business, let alone ours. Uh, he also, Sammy, today, the, the, the lead, a Premier League All-Star game. He doesn't is, like that, does he? Is fantasy football as played by idiots. <laughs> uh, well, again, he's right. Yeah, it's Americanization you know, of our league. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we yeah, said, yeah. well, maybe, maybe Charity Shield, but not at the start of the season, they're now saying. Somewhere in the middle of the season. Well, no. No, no. No, that doesn't work. No. This also, if I'm Michael Beale, the new manager of... Uh, no, Wolves, not the new manager. Sorry, not the new manager. Not if, the new if, manager if, of Wolves, if, you if mean. If I'm Steve Davis, <laughs> if I'm Steve Davis, and my chairman, Jeff Shee, has said, there are no outstanding candidates. candidates. I'm saying to myself, hang on, what do you mean? Uh, you know, uh, so what am I doing then? Well, he's not getting it, that's what he's He's doing. got it. Steve's got it. Yes, he's got it. They've given him it. Yes, Wolves hand caretaker boss Steve Davis the Molyneux hot seat until 2023 after failing to get Michael Beale. As chairman Jeff Shee says, there are no outstanding... <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Thanks very much, chairman. Uh, maybe we'll talk to Sam about things like that, what it's like to manage or manage, or do you manage a, a club these days? Is it different from when Big Sam did it? But how can your chairman say? No, you can't. I'm sorry. That's how, just, you can't say that. That's nonsense. Who's the chairman? Who's it? Jeff Shee. Who's that, the Chinese boy? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, they, maybe they just don't care, Keith. If you want me to take the job... Yeah. OK. Uh, new plans to relaunch the Super League. Fears that English clubs have become too dominant. We have heard this time and time again. It will happen. It will happen. OK, let me ask you if it happens. You've always believed that. Here we go. There's the headline I was looking for. Harry well, Kane can envisage a move to Bayern Munich, according to reports in Germany, as the Bundesliga champions continue to monitor the England striker. Would who you is yet to extend his top. The Bundesliga? Beyond 2020. Would I, yes. go, would I go to the Bundesliga? Yes, all day long if I'm Harry Kane. Why? Well, I, I'm, I want to finish my career with medals. Oh, he'll get plenty there. And I'll yeah, get some there. Get, well, they win the Bundesliga every year. I've, I've, I've toiled at... Uh, <laughs> Spurs with nothing to show for it for 10 years. Nothing. Number nine shirt has nothing. not been filled since Lewandowski left. No, it hasn't. Sadio Mane hasn't quite. But he's not a number nine. This one is interesting because remember Mark Bosman? And when Bosman went to court. Yeah, the Bosman ruling. Looking for free. We all. Contract. We, initially, there were small paragraphs in newspapers and nobody took it too seriously. Mm -hmm. And then, boom. Small group of Barcelona fans have quietly begun a process. They believe could bring about a seismic change in European football after they went to court over the transfer of Lionel Messi to Paris. Lawyers appeared Tuesday before a senior judge at the European Court of Justice to argue that Messi's move from Catalonia to Paris broke European laws on state aid and they've called for the European Commission to investigate the transfer. State now, aid. on the... Well, big money move like that between France and but Spain. It wasn't that big. 
Messi's. Aye. What do you pay for him? Nothing. Well, what are you they know? paying him? Yeah, what are they paying him is different, but you never paid for him. Just, it, th- listen, this may go nowhere. It yeah. might not have legs, but it just struck me that that a lawyer somewhere believes there's a case to argue and and just keep your eyes on it and see see where it goes. It, it could very well be that this the, the session in Luxembourg lasted three hours in front of a judge um, hearing was in effect. I don't know where that goes. State aid. Yeah. So they're saying that France aided Catalonia or Spain. Well, yeah. I mean, the amount of money that's... That Messi joined PSG in the summer of 21, uh, perhaps the most high-profile transfer of modern times. Um, he left on a free transfer that's after it. agreed contract to re- be reported worth 94 million over three years. I'm getting confused here. I know you're the intelligent one when it comes to this, but... State aid. The only person I can see Paris Saint-Germain have aided is Lionel Messi. Well, they need you in the chair to make a big decision. Well, he is, isn't it? Who's benefited? Barcelona didn't benefit. They got nothing for him. Paris Saint-Germain bought a player, didn't for nothing, paid him what they like. The fans want want, uh, a ruling on whether the French Football Federation uh, distorted the competition to bring itself into compliance with the UEFA club licensing and financial fair play regulations. Oh, well, that's that's cool. well, by the way, financial fair play regulations, <laughs> waste of time. Don't talk about it. No one, no one gets done for financial irregularities. Got some good news? Go on. Referee uh, Howard Webb will be in charge ah. of VAR on Boxing Day. Oh, wow. The return of the December Premier 26th. League. Well, yeah. let's hope. I mean, the, the, the current incumbent is... is, is, is uh, apologists, uh, hopeless. Terrible. Hopeless. Terrible. Community Shield could be played overseas. Yeah, don't mind that. I don't mind it. Then end of the wedge. No, no, no. 39th no, no. game. Yeah, yeah. Don't mind that. Richard Scudamore as said as, this. As long as the other 38 are played in, in England. Richard Scudamore said this. Yeah, he did. happened yeah, many, yeah. many, many years Well, he tried ago. it, didn't he? He tried to get it implemented. Well, he, he did talk about it. Yeah, the 39th uh, game. Don't this mind also, that. if it were a one-off, I'd say okay. Go on. It's not. Uh, former Reading Academy defender been banned by the FA for 10 years after being found guilty of spot fixing placing illegal bets on an FA Cup match in which he played last year Kynan Isaac who plays in the Southern League for Stratford Town um, that's, the, that's the trouble with spot, spot betting that, that, whatever that, the spot yeah, fixing that's why I said if this was a one-off I'd, I'd say okay well done but you just know it's not no you just know it's not Andy when, when is that we, that spot fixing because is that like if say we kick off and I've bet that there's going to be a throw-in in the first 10 seconds of the football match. That's, well, is that the type of thing? Yes. So that means you could, you, if you bet on that and you know and you won the toss. I think we're all aware of that one now because right. Matt Letizier made us aware of the fact that at Southampton they'd done it at the game at Old Trafford. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ian Dowie hunted the ball down. Yeah, and kept it So it didn't go out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but the boys yeah. had got money on them being the first throw. Could uh, players still bet on winning their own football match? Fort- no, nobody, nobody in football should be anywhere near near gambling. No, but what I'm saying is, if I'm playing for a team and I really fancy beating this team, you'd have to get your father-in-law or or right. or, or something. Because you're not, you're not doing anything wrong. You're betting your team to win. Yeah, you are. Well, to, no, you are. You shouldn't be anywhere near gambling. Oh, right. Fourteen okay. bets no, were no, placed no. on Isaac to be booked during the game, amounting to one thousand five hundred and sixteen pounds. Oh. Of that sum, one thousand four hundred and sixty-two was bet on a fifty-three-minute period that the, uh, the, the the night before the match. So an hour before. <laughs> <laughs> the game the night before so it, it's you know no, that's that's worrying that is. there's an investigation ongoing into a booking jacker picked up yes the boys weren't there it, it's not a one-off is it no and, and 
Listen, we've, we've seen it down there, not so much betting, but we've seen people take a booking because they'll miss one certain game and they won't miss another game. And That's different. Got themselves booked for Dennis that Dennis Lawler always missed the Christmas fixtures. <laughs> Sparky never played on, 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 on Boxing Day. I think that's different. We've seen players in Champions League games get, get, get banned late on to miss the first game of a yeah. group stage. Some, something similar. Yeah. We know that happens. It's yeah. always been the case. That has. But when there's money involved. But we spoke to Steve Darby on this podcast, uh-huh. the Reedy's assistant in, in, yeah. in Thailand, Thailand. remember? And he yeah. worked in the Far East a long time. And he said, when, when players can't earn the, the sort yeah. of money the big yeah. boys do, it's a source of income. That is a source of income. Yeah. He told the story. I signed a goalkeeper who said to me, coach, I'm yours for 30 games this year, but two some, are mine. Some are mine. <laughs> so I can send the children to school. Uh, and, and then you, you can't condemn it but you understand yes that that happens don't yeah. you and how do you police that you can't impossible impossible totally impossible totally impossible ah, no. cup of tea nice Should nice we cup of tea. Sam yeah good why not um, he's not far away anyway no no he's not <laughs> um, a, a number of interesting subjects I think for him to get his teeth into yeah. as well Uh, how are you doing, big man? Uh, very good, thank you. I'm uh, chilling out in Dubai, as you all well, well know, lads. One of my favourite places. And, one uh, thing you're not doing in Dubai, Sam, is chilling. That's definitely not a word you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very you good. like Dubai, don't you? Well, I came here with a team way back in 2000, revolt, but, uh, and ever since then, uh, uh, really fell in love with the players and watched this development. Over many many years, and of course, uh, it's uh, it suits it suits what we like me and me and Lynn. You know what I mean? We we love we love the place. We love how it's developed. Mm. We've got some really good friends. who have been living here for a long time, and uh, it's it's not too far on the plane these days with the no. with the Emirates flight and well, six and a half hours and guaranteed sunshine. Yeah, six know? and a half hours in first class, Sam. Yes, with Emirates, no, I mean, exactly, Sam. Yeah, it's it's such good. a hardship, the Sam. Dog Perignon's very nice. Yeah. The dog Perignon's very nice. Sam yeah. sits there and goes, "Where did it go wrong in my life? <laughs> Where did it go wrong?" Yeah. Why would you want to go back to work? I can't think of any good reason when you're enjoying life to this degree. Well, that's very true, but uh, you know the drug. You know what yeah, happens yeah. with the drug. But obviously, that would be me being very selective today. I think if uh, if, the, if, the, if anything was right or uh, the, the whole thing felt right and the support was there, and I'm, when I say support, many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I mean, above, support above is the most critical thing for a, for a manager that goes into generally what is a struggling football club. I mean, that's, that's when you get a job. You get a job when the, the previous manager unfortunately has been sacked and the club is really struggling compared to where it thinks it should be. I, I suppose it's, it's, a, it's appropriate in many ways. We're talking to you this morning. I was going to ask you, so on a day like today, when Steven Gerrard wakes up and he's no longer in a job, what does that do to you as a manager? How do you feel on that first day? Because you've been there. Um, well, not, not great, to be, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. I think the, the, um I think that uh, you'll have to reflect on the on the situation. Uh, I wouldn't have thought he got much sleep. Um, I would think that he would uh, be getting phone call after phone call, message after message mm. on his on his phone. And I think that uh, while uh, your closest friends and and family need to be around you at this time to uh, help you recover from the, the the blow of losing your position particularly in Stephen's case, for the very first time. And uh, having been successful at Rangers, which he was, he's now found that the trials and tribulations of the Premier League mm. are, are a much more challenging situation, particularly when you're dealing with a team and a squad of players that are probably <laughs> on just under <laughs> mid-table at the best. Wow. And having to try and pit your wits against the best and the best teams who are better than you and still try and get results, whereas Rangers was a little more yeah. a little more not quite as complex as that and they've always been one of the best two teams in the league. And he proved that he could build that team to to win the league, you know. But the, obviously in the Premier League there are certain levels that the club think that you should reach mm. and obviously with the results starting this season and not too good at the back end of last season, yeah, sadly. He, he, knew, he knew he was under pressure. And, of course, the players haven't done him any favours. But I have to say this. Um, we're only as good as the players we can manage. And uh, th there is one major factor that Dean Smith suffered, and now Stephen Gerrard, and that's no Jack Grealish. And that is a, that if you look at the major difference in results to yeah, Aston Villa when Jack Grealish was sold for 100 yeah. million yeah. and Dean Smith then struggled and Stephen has struggled eventually over the period of time he was at. So that one iconic player makes so much more difference to a club like Aston Villa. So, as, as is the same with, with Wilfred Sahar that I managed at Crystal Palace. They, you know, they've managed to hold on to him and they managed to hold on to their Premier League status. It's not all about him, obviously, mm. but he is a player that can turn a game 
and turn the game in your favour at, at any time in a game. So one player can make a team. Mm-hmm. You can have a... Yeah. Make a difference, yeah, that's well. for sure. <laughs> uh, you talked about... Make a difference, yeah. You, you, you support from the top, Sam. I, I remember many years ago, Fergie said, you, you know, cho- choose a chairman, choose an owner, and, and, and then make a decision about where you want to manage. Is it still possible to do that? Uh, no, no. Well, only, only us, two, us, us older ones who, who don't rely on it 100% anymore. I think that uh, if you re- if you're relying on for your for your living and you want to build your career and you, you want to try and be successful, you cannot always pick and choose uh, where you go and what you get. You try your very best, but I think that that the the information you gain off an interview when you sit down with the owners and often you don't sit down with the owners anymore, though, hmm. Richard. You sit down with the uh, the, the the people who are, have been employed. Uh, by the owners because they're from abroad to to look after their interests and their investment in the football club. Mm. Now that's where that's where you are dealing with you are dealing with employees just like yourself. Mm. They're not owners, so often you can't get the decisions and you can't get going forward like you would want to because there's various sources you have to go through to get where you want. And if you delay in football. You can be lost very quickly because, you know, decisions have to be made exceptionally quickly, unlike unlike business decisions, which could, which could take a lot more longer process to, to digest. Look at football is instant mm. when a decision needs to be made. It needs to be made instantly, and whether that's on getting moving a player on or bringing a player in or a member of staff, it's critical that it's done ASAP as quickly as possible. Mm. Otherwise, it could cause major problems down the line. But uh, dealing with the dealing with the people above uh, and having a relationship with them and all pulling in the same direction will help you be successful and will stop you uh, getting put under pressure as much as Steven Gerrard's been under pressure. So, uh, or anybody else that's at the bottom, they seem to be very. Very patient with Brendan, I'm glad to say, at Leicester at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he's yeah. to be turning it down, you know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, that, you know, I mean, Dean Dean suffered the set. I mean, you know, did Dean Smith deserve to get sacked? No. He didn't. His record, you know, I thought deserved he could have a bit longer. I yeah. mean, what he actually did to get Villa up was, was actually pulling off at what's called a miracle in this game. Mm. It wasn't just a great run. It was a, it was a miracle situation. Ten wins on the trots to get in the playoffs, yeah. and win the playoffs to get in the Premier League. You know, yeah, and, and like I said, you lose, you lose, you lose a Jack Grealish, and you become less a manager because <laughs> that's what everybody thinks. It's you, yeah, you're do. not as good a manager you used to be, but it's, you lose the best player. And you, you know you, you can't but replace him. That's the real you, problem. Now. Let me ask you, though, Sam. In Stephen Gerrard's case, you're right; they did lose their best player in Jack Grealish. But Stephen has has bought in. I'm like ten players, a dozen, ten players, a dozen, and, yeah. and spent 150 million plus, something like that. I know having lost them. Can I, can I just inter- interject? I, I, there are some Sam that will say, "Oh well, you, you know, the net spend is 60 50 million." million no. Okay, but surely you've got yeah. you're judged yeah. on what you spend. You have to be surely your because buys, surely. Y- y- your decisions to bring those players in—that—that's mm-hmm. so you. You've they're got not, to be judged on the spend. They're not your spend. decisions. No, they're not your decisions. Ah, 
Right. They're not. No way. Oh, no, d- does, no, does no manager have a decision you're, you're anymore, a Sam? Now. Uh, Come on, surely, probably, surely Klopp, surely Guardiola, some, surely these some, people. You have, you, you, you have you you have an influence. Yeah. You have a you have a say. You certainly have a say, but you are an head coach now. You're not a manager, in my experience, and that's a real problem. When you're, you have to either adjust to that or don't go back in. Because mm. if you don't adjust to that, you've got to realise that you cannot be the manager. So, because the manager takes control of football uh-huh. and makes most of the decisions in it, uh, that has long passed now. Can't think of a manager in the Premier League now who will make those decisions like well, I did at Bolton or Fergie did at Man United. You're too, so, you're too you long know, in the tooth, Sam, to get caught out by a question you don't want to answer. But <laughs> on the basis of what you've been saying, how many of those you took to Everton were yours? Well, I only took two players. So the two players I, I took, we had a conversation with the the director of football, the owner, um, and, and he came to the conclusion that what the value of those players were and what we needed to do at that particular time, we all agreed that these these were the two we could we could get. Who were they? And we think felt, felt could make a difference. Tolson and uh, uh, Walcott. Right. Okay. From from South, from Arsenal. Oh, from Arsenal, was from Arsenal Southampton. So you wanted pace and you wanted a centre forward, which was what Everton probably yeah. need now. Yeah. <laughs> <Ironically>. <laughs> well, Still looking. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't have a yeah. We didn't have a goal scorer, and and while Tolson's didn't particularly work. I mean, my time, I think he scored maybe six or seven goals in the last part of the season. And and uh, Walcott's contribution was a few assists. If you got, I mean, we finished eight, yeah. and, and uh, yes. Richard in the yes. end. Yes, we didn't. You know, we didn't finish just above relegation. We finished. We finished eight. But but all the other players that were bought along before me, and all the players that have been bought ever since, unfortunately, haven't worked as well as they would so, like. So actually, and, modern day, and then, that's your problem. You, you're actually getting. I mean, how, how how many times do you end up with a player you don't want? Um, I'm not. I'm, I, 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 that's a difficult <laughs> question to, to to answer. You you end up with if you take a football club that's struggling, you end up with a lot of players that you don't want once you get in and amongst it. Of course, but so I'm talking why, about the that's signings why you, when you're down there. But when the signings come along, you can you can have to take that one because it's not the first one, the second one. But it might be the third or the fourth one on your list, uh-huh. and then you have to, you have to agree to it in the end because it's better off with him than without him because you know how much you need one particular player in that position, you know. So we're only following the Europeans. Yeah, that's true. At the well, end of the day, we're following the Europeans who've been doing it for years. But the thing is, they're much better at it than we are generally. I would say. Yeah. Obviously, there are clubs now who are set there their stall out who, who like obviously Liverpool and Manchester City that are doing it extremely well you know I think Manchester City made a profit didn't they this wow. year they made a profit on transfers for the for, for the first time and actually sales out were much more in, in, than in fairness in. They're, they're ruthless I mean the yeah, player gets to 28 and, and you're out yeah, if, exactly. if you're worth money I mean yeah. there's nothing wrong with that is there necessarily but what what would your advice to Stephen be because again Andy and I and we've discussed it with you the game is being 
infiltrated with school teachers. Ex-pros that don't need to work are being sidelined. That's a danger, surely. I think that, uh, that uh, you know, we see a young, a young British manager come in, come and start his career off. And, and I think that uh, he's, he's had a knockback and a knockback takes you, takes you to a position of um, what are you going to do now? And obviously, in Stephen's case, this is only me. I don't know him that well. In Stephen's case, he will come back fighting, and he will come back and be more successful, and he will take the knock and learn from the knock, and be a much better manager next time round. Because sometimes you learn a lot more about yourself when this happens, yeah. mm. and make sure it yeah. doesn't happen again when you get the next opportunity. If and when you get the next opportunity, and I'm sure he will. Do you get back on the bike as soon as you can, Sam? Would that be advice, or do you take time out to reflect? Uh, I, I, I'd say it depends. Well, a lot depends on the, the position of uh, yourself and how you feel mentally. Yeah. Because you've got to recover mentally. If you don't recover mentally, you'll start making mistakes as soon as you go in. Andy, so mm. you've got to recover mentally. Okay. And then, of course, you hope, hope that position is going to give you an opportunity to be successful. Where, wherever that might be, whether that's down in the championship or where else, he's got, where he goes next, he needs to be successful. Mm. And what success is by getting a team promoted or, or if it's in the Premier League, by, by overachieving with them if that's the right word, to, mm. to get them in a position where everybody says, look, Steve, Steven Gerrard's bounced back, you know, and uh, you know, and, and he's, he's looking like he's going to be an even manager and learn from what happened to Aston Villa, yeah. taking it on board and come back even stronger with more fight. He seems that type of character to me. So I'm going to ask you a question as well as if you're, if you're as a coach, as a manager and a coach that you've been. Right, you're playing a game, big important game, and one of your players yeah. gets up with three minutes to go <laughs> from the bench, strides along the touchline and disappears and pisses off into the bath. Having been told. Having been told you're coming on. Yes. So what do you do with him? And by the way, he's, he, he's, an, he's an iconic figure at the football club. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do with him? Uh, well, well this, is, this is one of the problems about not being a manager anymore but still being, being the head coach. You've got to go into your board, say, he's got whatever to go. You do, whatever <laughs> you do, he's got to go. Yeah. Right? For the stability of the football club uh -huh. and for the dressing room, and the dressing room, this player must leave as soon as possible and you must take whatever fee you can possibly get and get, get him moved on because the disturbance in the dressing room when everybody will be looking around and looking at, at looking at him and then looking what the manager or the coach is going to do to him for doing what he did, it's, it's far more destructive to the, the squad of players and the harmony of the squad than keeping hold of him to try and get an extra few bob for him. Mm. 
But what about what, what about Sam? If if the player, I mean, you. obviously, you know, player X. We don't need to identify anybody specifically. But what about if the player no. has player X? Yeah. Well, we don't you don't need to sort of name names here. Do we? I'm just, Why not? We're just talking no. generally. No, because no. I'm going to put another scenario. Oh Sam, right, okay. Which okay. is that player X? <laughs> okay. You find him a million, and yeah. he says, "Well, if I post something on Instagram today, I'll get that back." Straight away. <laughs> so that, that's a problem. Yeah. But the former manager. Yeah. Is his mate, and he's he's somewhere in that hierarchy as an advisor, and and will put his arm around his shoulder again and and and, and try and bring peace. Uh, that that can't help, surely. Well, I mean, each 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 manager has to deal with it, whoever he's dealing with, or particularly the player, whatever anybody else is doing at the football club, because he's the main focus of trying to bring success back to that football club. So he has to ignore that and continue to do what he's what he wants to do, and continue to keep going and uh, and continue to make those decisions for the benefit of the the, the football club and the rest of the squad. So you've got a however, you've, you've, you've got a however, you've got an expression of power that is required to be to be seen. We've got showdown. Then is that the headline? <laughs> well, it's not. It's not. It's not. An, it's not an easy. It's not an easy position to be in. No, it's not, uh, Richard. When the players, the players are more powerful than you. Today. Yes, yes. It's not an easy position to be in. You know, and I think that you know you have to tread very, very carefully as the coach. But somewhere along the line, privately, you have to make a decision with the board. You can't make that decision on your own. You have to go to the board and mm. sit down and go. This is this is what we're faced with, gentlemen, or ladies and gentlemen, or or persons, whatever. Or, 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 or American advisors, yeah. Or, American uh, advisors, advisors yes. or whatever it might be. Yeah. You know, trying to be politically correct again. But yep. um, uh, I think that you know we 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 sit here with a with a with a problem. We need to discuss this problem and collectively come to the right decision. But my advice is get rid. That would be what you say. Yeah. Well, you have to, don't you? Because you can't. You can't. Yeah, of course and, you and, do. And, and, and by yeah. the way, he's had a face like a spanked ass for the last six months. He has. Of course, you've got to get rid. They should have got rid in the summer. Sadly, there were no takers or no takers on the mm. terms that he wanted. But no. There we go. Oh, that's player X. Player X. Yes, yeah. Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was a guess. Yeah. Am I right? I love talking, Sam. <laughs> I, we've taken enough of your time. It's a glorious yeah, day. Yes, so it's here a lovely day, and go Sam's and, an hour ahead of us. Yes, go and sit yourself by the pool and give our no, apologies no. to Mrs. Allardyce for interrupting her holiday. Is it, is it brunch today, no, Sam, no for you? Problem. Is it brunch for you on Friday down is there? It, is, is, it, no, no, it's turned to Saturdays here, Andy. Oh, of course. Of course, yes. We're the European weekend now. Ah, we have so you don't do Friday brunch anymore in Dubai? No, do Friday brunch anymore. Well, come and see us during the World Cup and we'll have brunch. Well don't forget to invite me then. Well done. We'll we'll work it. Leave it with the sun. If you're there for a month, leave it with us. If Steve Clune is listening, the the message has been delivered loud and clear. Who, who was it that started that channel with you? Uh, you did, Sam. Yes, we know that. That's uh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 by the way, come on. Up, up to your son, you'll be here. It's yeah. a message I'm always preaching, Sam, yeah, as lad. Mr. Clune well knows. Yes. You look after people who've looked after you. Absolutely. I think Steve Clune will yeah, make sure he, he gets Sam back. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll work on it, Sam. <laughs> Enjoy the day, big man. Steve. Have a great day, pal. <laughs> All right. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> he's still good value you know that's the one thing you can't buy in life experience no you can buy it no he's been around the block so oh he's been around the block yeah
And he, I mean, it was good to see him enjoying his life as well. All we need to do now is be specific about the number of players that went in during his time at Goodison. Oh, uh, Those yeah. that were signed be before. Ah, uh, right. Because he only bought two, two, he said? Dossoon and Walcott. Ah, uh, Dossoon yeah. and Walcott were two, yeah. his two, yeah. In closing, uh, Arsenal can definitely win the title, says Ruud van Nistelrooy, coach at Peshve after the uh, European game. I'll tell you what I liked this morning. Arteta, his response to playing 70 games. Get on with it. Get on with it. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. But he's right. He said, great players play 70 games and they do it every three days. And I want my players to get used to playing every three days because that will help them. And I thought, what a breath, what a breath of fresh air. Okay. Yeah. What a breath of fresh right. air. Okay, you can win me over round. What? Uh, but stay in your technical area. Yeah. Cut the nonsense with your speakers on the training room. <laughs> And, and shouting in the faces of your footballers in the dressing room because those three things really irritate me. Right, well... The, the latter two, of course, from the documentary. Correct, well, that's watching probably... Watching probably gone. Running up and down the touchline, no. Clock rightly is on a charge. You, you, you can't spend the time he did shouting in the faces of officials. No. And Arteta needs to control himself. Yeah, the touchline I would agree with, but I, I honestly, I've, I've watched their game um, the other night and although it wasn't a great game and they, they got through, they won one nil. but I just thought it was so refreshing when people say, no, you need to rest these young players. No, these young players need to be able to do what they're doing. They need to be able to cope with the, right, like, the things that Arteta coped with when he played. You've got to do that, Richard. You've got to play these games. And it was so nice to hear a top manager at a top club say, do you know what? We've got 70 games. Fine. If we didn't have 70 games, that would mean we're not very successful. Mm. The fact we've got 70 games means we're quite good. Get on with it. Let's play. I'll rest you when I need to. He can rest him when he needs to. Of course he can. But it was so nice to hear somebody say, let's get on with the We're boys. We're here every week. Must have done more than 70 podcasts now. <sighs> oh, easy. But we get six days in between them, don't we? So we're not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this weekend. Whatever sport you are watching, enjoy. And we will see you back here same time next Oh, by week. the way, quick. Who's the manager of Villa? Who's getting it? Pochettino. Oh. They need a Is that character. your show? Is they that need, your show? They need, they need someone to go in throw their shoulders back, push their chest out and yeah. say, this is Aston Villa. Embrace the place. Tuchel. I, I want someone now, I, I want a colourful, expansive individual yeah, I mean, who understands I think, the football club. I think you're Your shout's a good one. If Pochettino wants it, I think they'll go for it. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.